I said it was like entering the 36th chamber. Uh, it's like everything that I've ever learned through my entire life has sort of um, yes. come to this come to this point. And then it's totally. like, okay, everything that I've ever learned how to do, you need to do right now for this project. Welcome to a Rewind episode. For you regular listeners, things are changing. Um, they always seem to change. I had a bit of a kerfuffle surrounding the podcast and an association that really is something that I don't want to carry along with the podcast. We've had many, many, many hundreds of great episodes with great people. And um, I just can't, in good conscience, keep those episodes up. They're no longer on, available on YouTube. They're no longer available um, as audio anywhere. I want to just move forward with the show and have the same great conversations, new guests, and bringing back old guests who shared their time with me over the last three years. So you'll see some changes. One of them, I think I'm just going to absorb it within the Substack account, um, the Tradecraft newsletter, and just call it the Tradecraft podcast. I think I just need to gain some agency with the uh, show. This week's episode is with Scott Cherry. Uh, I recorded this late in 2020, and Scott had recently released the first issue of his comic, Barbarian Rage, which I'm sure most of you are not familiar with it, but please go find it. Go to barbarianrage.com, find his comic book. It is so cool. It is unlike anything you've seen in the comic book world. That is a guarantee. And um, I love his sense of humor. I love his approach. So to me, it's worth every penny and moment that you spend with it. So go check it out. Um, you know, he he's such a blast to talk with. I've had him on the show a few times. And I thought, well, this is, you know, this is an oldie. Um, you'll hear the boy. This is not. This is the old name of the show, which was uh, Draw Drinking, um, sort of a play on a, a drink and draw. And we. Uh, this is back when my buddy Gary was on the show with me, and we had a great time uh, meeting Scott. Uh, Gary tipped me off to Scott. He was a big fan, so we had him on the show, and I became a big fan. Then just enamored with all the work that he does so i hope you dig it i mean if you dig toys then this is your jam he built his characters for his comic book out of puppets completely articulated puppets and photographed it in real locations to create the actual panels and pages and it's 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 amazing it's really it's great check it out i hope you enjoy it scott's the best so this is me and gary and scott cherry Welcome to episode 72, 72, I don't know, 71 or 72 of the Draw Chicken podcast nice. um, with Gary Duffner, myself, and tonight's special guest, Scott Cherry. That's hey him, right there. Thank you, Scott. Hey, Scott. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for Woo. joining us tonight. Yes, yeah, my pleasure. I like the, uh, the I, I noticed the, uh, the spiked cuff. Did oh you, yes. Expecting trouble? Ooh. Yeah. 
I totally get it. No, I uh, I've always worn like I I don't know. I like uh, always. Like, oh, I it was it was, a, it was an old it was an old comic book ad that uh, when I was a kid it said Hercules uh, wristband. Oh yeah, you remember I get that? It. It like I had those. Yeah, yeah. I got and that's it. They had there were leather bands and they had two straps and buckles. That's it right there. That, no, that, that's not this one, but you know, I had I've I've had those before, and you know, I don't know. It's it was the, that was the John was it the the, the Johnson Toy Company? Like the I think there was a Johnson America. I think was the name of that, and they were the back of the comic book, and they had those like ads like with like forty different little products in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you ordered something from them, and then they would send you a catalog. There was like a black and white, you know, just newsprint type catalog. And it was chock full of all the things you'd ever want as an eight-year-old kid. Yeah. There uh, there was a guy, he just wrote a book because he'd sent away for literally everything in the back of a comic book. And he, he wrote a book and uh, showed like what the, what the ad was in the comic book and then like what he actually got. So yeah, oh, got really? all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's like a totally like legit coffee table book. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a it's yeah. an amazing book. It's like a it's like a coffee table book, like perfectly made for like late, you know, boomers and the Gen X generation. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like I mean, how many of us got duped by like you know sea monkeys? Yeah. Oh, I did. You know. Uh, you know, I just watched a, a documentary. It's like a 20 minute documentary on sea monkeys. Yeah. Uh, it gets really dark there <laughs> at the end. Cause it's like the, the guy, he, he, and he, um, got the patent for sea monkeys and, um, he, he even, he invented the x-ray specs. It was the same guy. And, um, wow. that's and then, and then he invented this like spring-loaded baton, like this weapon, and and then it's revealed that he became like this uh, uh, high-ranking member of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh no! It's like a neo-Nazi, <laughs> dude. And he like filtered all of this like sea monkeys money into this like neo-Nazi organization. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Oh man, I feel horrible now. And like at first, I was like, "Oh, I, I want to see, you know, what what's the history of the sea monkeys?" Yeah. And then it's this guy in a black executioner's hood, and I'm like, "Is it really? Like, what's how how, how does the guy that makes this like Dreams whimsical crushed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that really that really does lend a lot of like explanation to the spring loaded uh, baton. Yeah." And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see that's what, it, that's what it was. It got darker and darker. It was like, yeah. hey, kids, if you love X-ray specs and sea monkeys, you're gonna love this concealed weapon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, now that you're armed, and yeah, here, let, here's a pamphlet. Ready for war. Right, it comes with a pamphlet. That's the uh... <laughs> yeah, oh, the pamphlet. Oh my god. Uh, Hey, so what is, so happy Tuesday, Sean hey, McCarthy. Sean McCarthy is here. We have to find out what what uh, Scott's doing. Yes, Scott. What's his what? main thing what he's doing right now? Oh, okay. What are you up to, Scott? I mean, it's uh, from podcasting. I, um, I just put out my first 
comic book <gasps> uh, called Barbarian Rage. Oh, right yeah. here. oh, look at that. There's the actual hard copy. That's the hard copy. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is uh it's sort of like i don't know if you guys or if any of the listeners or watchers oh, ever two hard copies. um if uh you ever read twisted toy fair theater um yep. there was an old magazine called uh, toy fair and they put out a um a comic book where they took pictures of toys and everything it eventually became robot chicken but oh. um but it was um, like the Avengers, they would do like the Avengers, um, like it was like the Migos, like the old Migos. Yeah, yeah. They would uh, pose those and, and do it. So anyway, that's sort of what this is. Instead of like traditional artwork, it's uh, pictures of uh, toys that I've sculpted. It's sort of like a stop motion, almost. But stop all motion. stop. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just you you just stopped it, stop, and then. Mm -hmm kept going yeah so yeah it's it's i mean it's really really clever like it's super clever um yeah i was uh i was quite blown away by it oh gary's got it up there we're gonna big in gary's screen big in my screen so we can see a, a page yeah it's it's so it's very clever um we have a million questions so uh it's great I love it. So, okay. So, okay. So let, I guess, I guess is to, toys or toys are the, the, the beginning story here, right? Like, uh, sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> for this story, it is, or, I mean, you for know, your I've, story, I've been doing artwork, you know, basically my whole life, but no one actually gave a shit until I made a toy. Okay. Uh, you know, and yeah. I even, uh, I quit my job to make toys. That was a foolish move, but it worked out. <laughs> uh, but, um, and, uh, you know, I started making comics. I, I made a toy and I was like, well, maybe I can like, I, I, as soon as I made it, I was like, I want to give it a voice. And I started doing these little like four page or four panel comics, you know, like a dick joke or a fart right. joke or whatever. And, um, and I was like, if I could like fully articulate it, almost like a stop motion, I was like, I want to make like a full series, like a, a full, yeah. Um, so that it was the that was the first challenge, and um, and um, COVID hit, and I was like, so I I built a, a set and props and all that stuff, and I just went to town. So wait, so okay so let's 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 try to like so you the comic book came came together while we were all locked up in our various respective dwellings but when did the to when did the toy making like you said you quit your job when did you quit your job that was about 5 years ago okay 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 so it's relatively recent you know in you know recent memory i guess mm -hmm. um and then what were you doing that before that you said sayonara i've got i've got to work with smooth on for the rest of my life i uh i was doing custom paint jobs on fishing reels whoa yeah that's 
specific as I've ever heard. It's it is it is. Uh, you know, um, you should talk to Brendan Wagner because he loves fishing. He's, yeah, yeah. Do you know who Brendan Wagner is? Fly rod reels or just spinning rods? Yeah, fly rod reels. Yep. Yep. Like I said, the nice circumference has got a nice canvas. Yep. And uh, I would sit there and I painted those ten hours a day. No and, way for yeah. a manufacturer or for you on, on your own. Like no, it was for a manufacturer. Okay. Uh, they they made they made it and they manufactured them uh, here in California. And, Abel uh, Sims, who are we talking about here? <laughs> it was uh, yeah, Abel Reels. Yeah, I'm sure I have I have a couple Abel Reels. So yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yep. Nice. Awesome. I have a pair of able pliers within arm's reach of me right now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, if they have a paint job on them, I probably. That's uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Yep. Um, so, all right. You, so you meant, you mentioned Mego toys. So that that's like, is like near and dear to a generation's heart of, you know, people who didn't play football. Um, so, <laughs> what so so were you like so were you like into me dude that that's the greatest poster in the history of posters but this is the poster man that is the poster that's the poster that launched so many boys uh libidinous libido the the stuff that i put in the comic has to be almost ubiquitous yeah so like that's like their shitty apartment with the (laughs) <laughs> with that poster with the I love the bricks and beer. <laughs> it's it's yeah. Um so okay, so you where so where did you grow up? Uh on the border of Illinois, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So kind um, of a, somewhere around cheap trick territory. Cheap trick. Uh, yeah, that's Rockford. Rockford. Yeah. Um like were you near the Dells? Uh no, that's a little bit further north. Okay. I was right in between Chicago and Milwaukee. Okay. Um, like Kenosha area. Um, right. You know. And were toys a big part of your childhood? Like, I mean, of course. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I have yet to come across anyone that's like, I hated toys when I was well, a kid. I, just, I remember. <laughs> I remember people like like toys were a big thing, and then there was just this this period in time, and I think it was like late elementary school that it was like all the my friends just kind of stopped playing with toys. Like it all became about sports. Yeah, um, I you know I, I there there is that that period there that I remember going through where I said you know I'm I'm too old for this stuff, but. I, I could never stop playing with with toys. Like um, when I was when I was in um, eighth grade, you know, I remember going, ah, I'm too old for this stuff, but I'm still making like puppets. And uh, I started listening to Guar. Yeah. And I remember that I was like, this is this changed my life. That's amazing. I remember even. I like never even hearing it, but just like looking at the artwork on it. And I was like, I don't even care if the music sucks. Right. I'm like, this is, this is what I, this is what I want to do with my life. Right. 
and um and then guar took over everything in my life and they were doing a worthless slave contest (laughs) i uh i went i bought a bunch of um knockoff gi joes and i did a custom toy of every member in guar oh cool and sent it in and i won second place i didn't get the 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 actual worthless slave award but (laughs) they did send a a a worthless slave award and uh like a bunch of like war stuff to my house and everything that's awesome really yeah so they're great totally cool cool i'm a a award-winning toy artist since eighth grade nice (laughs) that's true that's great (laughs) That's that's quite that's that, that's quite the CV builder right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, so so uh, so you you're grown up in the, uh, in the in the in in the Wisconsin in the Wisconsin Illinois area, and um, were you reading comic books or was it mostly just? Yeah, always comic books. Yeah, uh, that was during. You know, I want to say. You know, it was like right before the bubble burst, and, and I want to say it's the the dark ages of of comic books of you know holographic covers and yeah. um, mm. and all that stuff. But uh, you know, my comic book guy, who I I loved him, uh, you know, there was there was the Spider Man. There was this month where Spider Man came out with four different issues. And each one had a different hologram on it, you know, and I had this mindset, you know, I think every kid did at the time where you go, Oh, I'm going to buy this. These are going to be worth money. Yep. Right. You know, and um, we all know how that is. They weren't. (laughs) No. And, and so, you know, I bought that and he goes, he goes, you like that comic book? And I go, well, yeah, but you know, it's going to be worth money. And he looked at me, he goes, why don't you go home and read that book? And why don't you come back and tell me what you think of it? Right. And Interesting. I went, I went, I went and I read it and I, I thought, what a hunk of shit. Uh-huh. You know, I said, I couldn't, you know, I really couldn't believe also how bad the artwork was on the inside. Mm. And, um, you know, they had only sold it because there was a, a hologram on the cover. And I remember I went to him and I said, yeah, you know, you're right. This, this is, was a shitty comic book. I'm like, what do I read? You know, mm-hmm. um, I didn't even know what to read. Uh, and he gave me a couple suggestions. Uh, and then he like dusted off something that he knows he knew it wasn't selling, but he sold it to me anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, <clears throat> yeah, so that, that guy got me actually reading the comic books and not just, you know, buying it for, you know, because it's the number one issue with a holographic cover and, um, you know, so yeah, always reading comic books. Um, I used to work at a comic book shop in my twenties. Oh, okay, cool. And, um, yeah, that's one thing that I never stopped. Even when I felt like I was too old for, toys i Mm -hmm. i never felt that way about comic books comic books um yeah always part of my life yeah so um you're are you i'm guessing that you're no longer in 
the borderlands of uh of wisconsin and uh illinois no. where are I you moved, now? yeah I, I moved to california oh, okay I'm, um i'm in la county i'm by the airport by lax okay. um yes and so when did you when did you move there like what was the uh the change um well when i was in, i was living in illinois and i met a girl out there that was from california mm-hmm. and we started dating and after a couple of years she was like look i cannot handle these winters anymore and uh-huh. i'm moving back to california so you're like uh, i was uh, like sign me up yeah yeah i always wanted to live out here and right uh, so yeah it was perfect awesome so but i mean clearly the the arts was a part of your life yeah you know, in, in creation so did you study art did you are you self completely you know self-trained or yeah you know uh when i was in i, I always wanted to be an artist and uh when, when i was in high school um my senior year i i took uh you know, whatever the, the final course is, uh, independent study, where you can sort of just do whatever you want. Okay. And I'd had the same teacher all through high school. And, uh, you know, I remember going, ah, you know, I've, I've had her for four years now. This is a breeze. And uh, my, my final, uh, uh, you know, she sat down and looked at what I'd been working on. She goes, you know, maybe maybe you do something different with your life. Ooh, okay. And I was like, it was a tough pill to swallow. Check. But <laughs> I, I was like, you know, I, I, I think he's right. I, I, I stink, you know, I, I looked at my stuff and it wasn't very good. And um, I had befriended this kid. He was a freshman uh, and we're still friends today. And I, the, the guy, could i mean he could make a masterpiece with a broken pencil you know okay. like i literally i watched him pull a, a a broken marker out of the garbage one time and like did this this painting with it and i was like i gotta i gotta hang out with this guy and after that i started taking artwork very seriously and i started drawing and um and doing art every day for hours and hours and hours. And I went to community college and the curriculum there sucked. And I started getting into drugs and mm. um, we, I took acid one night and I was like, man, I don't need college to be an artist, man. I am an artist. <laughs> and, nice. Uh, and then I dropped out and um, I, I, I have an identical twin brother and uh, we said, you know, let's make a stop motion cartoon. And we thought that we were going to put this stop motion cartoon together. And I, I'm sorry. I'm rambling. On no, no, you're, on. you're, you're telling a story. That's oh, what we okay. want to hear. Uh, so yeah. we, we started putting this cartoon together and we took years of building sets and props and, all of these stop motion um, puppets. And, um, you know, this is like early 2000. So there was no even real resources uh, that you could read 
there was one book that Ardman had put out, the Wallace oh, right. and Gromit guys. Yep. And then besides that, that was that was it. There was like a, a documentary on the Nightmare Before Christmas yep. DVD. What's that guy's name? Who the the the, pup, the animator in that one? Uh, uh, Nightmare. Yeah. That's um. I just watched the movies that made us. Uh, yeah, because Elfman was the, not Elfman, but um, you know, Tim Tim Burton was the producer. But there's a that's that. Yeah, um, I love his I love his stuff. He's great. Uh, Henry Selleck. Yes, Henry Selleck. Exactly. Tom yeah. Selleck, less attractive brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so there wasn't a whole lot, and so we just sort of made it up as we went along, and we spent years making it and we went out and bought like a $1,200 camera and, okay. and you know we never even animated one second of of animation after after putting years and years and and I mean a couple thousand dollars and uh all that time and money and everything you know it just uh it just never happened right um so after that, we artistically, we sort of went our separate ways. He actually published his own comic books uh, at the time. Um, and I started doing paintings and stuff like that. So, well, okay. So, but you've, you've kind of, you kind of, you, all right, you've, you've tipped into a, an interesting area. So you guys put a lot of time and effort and resources into this, this project that you did together, which, I'm sure that it's not unique um, for identical twins to sort of have these sort of really tight sort of events throughout their lives. But what, if you didn't film anything, you know, you didn't produce anything from this, what, I mean, what, so what happened inside you? Like, what did you, what did you, did you just toss it off? Did you go, like, did you beat yourself up? Did you like, what was the, what was the response internally that it it was really hard uh you know because we had we had moved into this place in kenosha wisconsin specifically to shoot this and everything there had just sort of crumbled these like gang members moved upstairs oh wow and um we had a party one night and everyone got loaded and it ended up being like a huge fight. And I mean, there was like a gang fight out in front of the house that involved everyone. And, um, the, the landlord came out over the next day and was like, you're all addicted. Wow. And, um, so, so we had to move this, this giant set and all these puppets back to my parents' house and uh and uh my my twin brother he he was like he moved out to california before i did so at the end there he was like i'm moving dude <laughs> and i was like what am i gonna do with this thing and i sort of panicked and i was like maybe we can make like a three minute animation because it was originally <laughs> going to be like this 15 minute thing or a negotiating now the negotiation phase hits yep and <laughs> Uh, finally, my mom just said, you know what? I need you to get rid of this thing. And, uh, I, you know, and I got rid of it. So, you know, what, so now with this new project, the, the Barbarian Rage comic book, I feel like th this is everything that 
was that cartoon it was called the waterhole okay it's a bar and i was like this is the redemption for not making that good um you know because this involves all the stop motion puppets and sets and props and all that stuff so it was basically everything that i learned from doing that only on a smaller scale um and you know, the one thing that I learned from the waterhole is it was an unreasonable goal. And right. The the lesson learned is make reasonable, attainable goals. And um, yeah, so that was just that it was, it was too far out. So you so so in that pro- but but in that process of that time, you. You know, taught yourself how to sculpt and cast and build sets and all these elements and probably write a script and storyboard and come up with like how you're going to construct something, even though it might've been bigger than what you could have chewed off, you assembled a series of, uh, you know, a series of skills that while they didn't pay off at that time, you turned around, you know, when the times you came and you were like, Hey, I'm going to make another thing. They they were already in your your toolbox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh. Um, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. All right. So that's so that's cool. So then, so what was the what was the sort of I mean, so now so now you're sitting you're locked up. Uh, the world won't let you go outside and play. Uh, you can't go see sh- see shows or whatever that you know whatever the thing you like to do. Um, and you so you're here you are in 2020 and what kicks off the barbarian rage idea? Um, well, you know, I'd actually, I've been working on it for years, but um, I had sort of set everything up and I was, I was just about to start on it anyway. And um, I was supposed to do one last show and it got canceled due to COVID. And I was like, I'm like, I don't know how many more signs I need to stop everything that I'm doing to just do this comic book. You right. know? And it just made it easier. Um, so I had been working on it for a while. And, uh, you know, the, the thing behind it was, you know, I wanted, I've always wanted to make the, the toys. I've, I've been wanting to make toys for a long time, but it just never clicked and it was very difficult. But then there was just this thing where I was like, I have to make one toy. Right. You know, and I couldn't make a mold to save my life. And I was like, let me just make the easiest thing possible. And if I can't do that, then I'll throw it away forever. And it actually turned out. So I was like, you know, let's, let's take it up from here. So then it became like bootleg toys, you know, Darth Vader and, um, a bunch of shitty Vader stuff, and and what's that? Shitty Vader. <laughs> yeah, shitty Vader. That was the, my first toy. Okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that was like an old Play-Doh, um, like a two-part mold where you put a piece of Play-Doh on it. Yep. And you and you and you close. Yeah. I think that, I have a mold up here somewhere. I am sure. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, the, yeah, the face I, is all mangled on the logo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was after. before that movie even came out. Right. You know, okay, yeah. Like, what, is, what is this? Uh, um, 
So wow. yeah, that was that was my first toy. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm not was, proud of it, but it was the first one. I'm proud, proud of it. <laughs> when, when was that? That was about five years ago. Okay. All right. So that was five yeah. years ago. Um, were you selling those online or were you going to shows? Like where was the uh Yeah. Yeah, I went to Designer Con. I just give those I just gave those out to a bunch of people. I the sold probably, a couple of them, but probably worth a mint now. Anyway, I mean I think I sold them for five dollars. You could probably mm-hmm. it's not even worth the shipping now. I mean, I don't know. Huh. I'll bet you they're worth a mint now. Trust me. You gotta you gotta go through Amazon, man. You gotta sell them that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Send so them a bunch of them. So so you made you made it it worked. It you weren't completely you you know like okay that that came together. So what ha- so what you did you start saying okay I'm going to start designing and making more toys. Well, you know, yeah, a lot of bootleggers they won't they don't sculpt or even draw, you know. So mm-hmm. when I first started I was like I can do both. And I would do my own artwork for the card and and I sculpted like uh, original stuff. So, uh, you know, the the whole idea behind doing the bootleg toys is just like figuring out how to make toys. Right. And then, you know, for me, plan, you know, uh, phase two was create my own toy line and make that. And, and you know, create my own intellectual property, which, which is Barbarian Rage. Yep. So I wanted to create a, a comic book with, you know, with a full story and, and then base the toys um, on, on the book, you know, cause I, you know, there are people that make toys and it's like, you know, it'll be some skeleton toy or something, you know, yep. and uh, you know, this is skull, skull, like skull fucker, you know, and you know, right. okay what's that? And you go, well, it's my toy. And you go, well, what, what is it? And it's, and you know, to me, a toy, it's gotta have like a background and it's gotta like exist in a universe. Yes. Somehow, you know? Um, and so that's what this is. And, you know, so it starts off with the two characters and, um, I want to sort of expand it by one character uh, and sort of do the the He-Man thing, you know, where it's like, you know, this this character and this character and this character. Right. And just build it until it's like a whole universe of, of characters. Well, I, I, I get a strong impression, you know, reading the comic book of this, you know, but they're, they're, they are thoroughly fully formed characters like this they they are they are themselves and they have a history independently and together and so right off the bat there's a lot going going for it in that respect i'm like oh oh you know like they have their own language their own inside jokes yeah um so if if you're if your other characters come in with that level of richness you're gonna have what you want you know yeah yeah i well i hope so you know because what we were talking about dungeons and dragons a little bit earlier before the show started and i i feel like that's such a huge part where it's like you know you walk into a room and there's a door here 
and then there's a, a a treasure chest here and it's like okay why would someone put a door there yeah and why would someone put that treasure chest there? just sitting right there you know and like to me that like that's why being a dungeon master was always so hard because i'm always like okay well this door you know it has to have this this immaculate backstory uh you know like what you know who was the architect who created this door and put it here you know and it, it drive me crazy so um you know same thing with this like even if i don't spell it out you know, I, I even I wrote character sheets for all of these characters. Oh, no way. Awesome. And maps and, you know, all this stuff that doesn't even really make it. But, um, I, you know, I feel like the more of the universe that you've fleshed out, you know, the, the more um, genuine it is. Well, it, it, it makes it makes it a lot easier for the characters and you to navigate the these the world because yeah. you're not you're not sort of vamping your way through the world you you sort of um you know it's a difference between waking up with amnesia in a country that you've never been in in versus waking up where you live and just going through your life uh you yeah. can make you can make choices versus i guess we'll go over here let's go over <laughs> here you know <laughs> yeah 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 um and so the, I think that's I think that's interesting, and it's and it's so funny when you you know talk about the the you know the door or the the treasure chest, and while treasure chests and treasure feature prominently in your comic book, it's uh, and like your solutions and your uh, like oh it's not I don't want to blow it, but it's yeah fun. yeah <laughs> well funny. I you know that that was another thing with this is. You know, I wanted to sort of recreate the the fun of sitting around the the table and playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And like if you did just happen upon all of this gold, you know, right. if you're playing D D, you go, ah, well, let's just take it. And you go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Is it haunted? Is the treasure yeah. haunted? <laughs> you know, like you can't just go in and, and pilfer and, and all and also you know, if you're playing it right, in my opinion, your your teammates or uh, you know whoever you're playing with, the other players won't allow you to just go in and take it. Right. You know, you have to perform spells on it. it is it haunted? Well, that you know, that yeah. Is, I, it, I, is it cursed or yes. you know is is someone going to come looking for it? Is someone going to come looking for us if we take it? And, oh, I, uh, I appreciate I appreciated so many of those little those bits that you put into the, uh, you know, into your, into your, your script, you know, in the book, because it was just sort of like, I, I yeah, I mean, it was, it was just spot on, you know, oh yeah, no, that's exactly okay. there. There's, that's what the magic user is going to do, or, you know, like they're, everyone's got a little the, the bit in their role. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, like when I wrote this too, you know, I, I wanted to stray away from like, um, like He-Man is the most powerful man in the universe. And I go, give me a break. Right. Oh, come on. You know, I, I, I you know, it, it, it is sort of like a, a Spider-Man thing where it's like Spider-Man occasionally will get his ass handed to yep. him. Yeah. You know, he does have problems, you know, so I didn't want these guys to be like unbeatable, you know, like, uh, you know, like even Conan is like this, 
epic level barbarian you know right. i wanted these guys to be like third level you know like <laughs> they can do some stuff but they're not they can't do like everything you know it's like, like it, it, i mean it, the, the comic opens up like like the, the the worst james bond intro ever and i say that with all the best, best <laughs> love and respect if that makes sense to you yes like you know yes. we're in the middle of an adventure but we are at the lowest level of what an adventure could be yes and that's sort of what i wanted to to be you know and it's like i wanted to start it off there too because you know they're they're also like sort of in the middle of a another adventure well that's the thing i know that i know that that's like that like this is this is a this is a sidetrack. Like this was yes. unexpected, unplanned. Yeah, we got to get out of the situation. They're hungry. Yeah, but like like there's way bigger things happening in these two characters. You know, live. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. in the, you know a long pro a prolonged starvation death is not exactly something they can just shrug off like this is yeah. a, this is a thing so it's really it's very it's very clever and it's funny you say like the the D thing and it was it when i hear you talk about it, it's almost like the feeling i get was is if this was a comic book made of the characters on in the D, in the campaign whatever the uh, so there are two players sitting at a table somewhere in a dm and this is the this is the actual like manifestation of what they're talking about so the arguing is almost meta arguing and to a degree like it's it's got this real i think the, it's this interesting point of view to it i really dig it thank you yeah I, and that's that's you know that's exactly what i was going for is I, I wanted to recreate, uh, you know, what that is like to, to be sitting and uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons. Because I, I know, like, sometimes we play Dungeons and Dragons and you'd be sitting in the same room for four hours mm-hmm. talking about who's going to pull the lever. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and it's like, <laughs> you know. Oh, um, it can be tedious at times, so you know. Hopefully, I did a good job uh, uh, punching it up. But um, yeah, that, that's what I want to do. And and also, I think it's a task too. I you know, it was hard. It was hard for me to even go into this because I'm like, I've seen so much um, fantasy that's not funny. Like right. I've seen. You know, I don't want to disparage anyone else's um, artistic endeavors, but I, I, you know, I've seen other fantasy stuff that's that's trying to be Dungeons and Dragons and trying to be funny, and um, it's it it just never did it for me. So even at the beginning of this, I was like, I'm gonna write something, and if I if I don't lo- love it, I'm not gonna do it. Right. And when I was done with this, I was like, you know, I, I got a couple of different people's opinions, and I was like. Yeah, I think I'm, I I think it's funny enough. I, I think I'm going to do it. So, how did you? How so? Let's 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 dive a little bit into how you did this. Um, how, how first off, what comes down to the story? How did you put the story together? I'm not talking the artwork. Did you thumbnail this out? Did you write it out? Like, how did you appro- start and begin the approach? 
Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, I just, I, I started with an outline um, uh, of a story, you know, at, at first I was like, I had this story and I was like, okay, there, you know, I wanted it to be a full adventuring party, almost like the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, you know, yeah, sure. where it was like thief, uh, 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 ranger, barbarian, yeah. acrobat, you know, I, I, we're going to have all of them. Right. And, um, and I'm like, dude, you're going to have to make every single one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, okay. I'm like, so I was like, all right, now it's only going to be six. It's only going to be six characters. And I did, I wrote a script with six characters and then I'm going, you know, I know that Kilgar, he's the main character or one of the main characters. He was always in all of these. And I started putting him together, sculpting the armor and all that. And um, it, it was just taking so long to even do one. And I really liked the script with the six people. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, it's taking me this long to just do one. And then I go, okay, let's make a script with two people. There you go. You know, uh, so even that was a challenge uh, because, you know, writing that, you know, I always want to go, okay, then, then they get robbed by a band of thieves. Sure. I'm like, right. no, you can't do that. Cause you got to make the thieves, man. Right. Um, so <laughs> It was, how, can I just write this with two people? It's your um, waiting for Godot. Uh, yeah. Um, I, so that, that was it. I wrote the script and then I did the thumbnails. And the thumbnails are very rudimentary um, stick figures, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I just did it, you know, piece by piece. So, so you built. I mean, so you built these. So I mean, these are these are like are these these are articulated puppets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now, I mean, this, how many different faces did you make for these? A bunch. Uh, yeah. For this one, I have like five. Five different. Let's see it. Let's let's see the characters. I'll show you. I'll show a little bit. So like here, this Gary. is Kilgar. Oh. Oh yeah. Yep, there he oh, is. That's him. I'm so excited. Gary's, Gary's so excited he's, he's seeing a hero. <laughs> he is my like hero. a celebrity. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna embiggen you so we can see. Oh we can move him. Uh here we go. Yeah. Here, go to your right. And um Oh yeah. So here's like uh Oh yeah. Know. He has interchangeable hands too. Oh right. So you can like uh put like a sword hand or uh -huh. you know, awesome. here's his fist. Yep. Um, yes. but like I sculpt, you know, having to sculpt all this armor, even like the armor has to move and yeah. has to I mean, even like this um this leg armor, the, yep. the, even the foot moves, you know, <laughs> like all it's of amazing. this, this like war skirt has a um, great doll. 
this war skirt even i mean everything Actually, to me i was like everything has to work everything has to buckle it's like a hercules it's like a hercules wristband buckle yeah that's, that's uh <laughs> and that's, that's awesome. what i made on this right here you know so yeah. cool uh, oh dude it's it's something we have a question here for you uh scott yeah sean's asking what was the most difficult part about sculpting out your comic books Ooh, sculpting the comics um it was this character okay because um lots of parts you know for for me i was like i don't know if people are going to be into like toy pictures and um and I was like, it's got to be like the most fucking badass thing. Like, it's got to look like amazing. It had me enthralled. I was like, I had to keep looking at it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So in order for people to be like, well, you just took a bunch of pictures of a toy. You know, I, I want, I want, I, if, to me, I was like, it has to be like the coolest thing ever. So to me, this had to be like visually uh awesome yeah you know um so it was this uh building him so like i did leech too but you know making the clothes i like i i made all the clothes i even made the the pants and uh, i made everything on this you know it's unbelievable um so great and i even like made a this little wig I love the hair. It's like so bad, but it's yeah, good. It's, it's crazy good bad. It's just... well, it's the, 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 it's interesting. The hair is so like dynamic yeah. because like in the like in the comic book, the hair yeah, it's, it's like, part of it. It's like a character. Yeah, it's, it's, the hair so is a character. Good. And your and your ability to impart movement, you know, in, yeah. in still images is really good. Like the combination of your your physical you know manipulation of the figures yeah. and your camera angles like those two just those two things forget any of the oh, after dang. effects you're putting in there like they're really no, good it's it's actually very minimal uh i i am very bad with computers yeah so you must know phil most of <laughs> <laughs> um uh so a lot of those those effects um are are in camera really like, okay so you're doing practical work like the the like the magic and stuff that comes out of leech's wand it's like a, a glow-in-the-dark wand i'll give you a secret that i use it's a glow-in-the-dark wand and then i blast it with a black light laser okay and it like lights up the whole room no awesome. way and okay. so there's a scene in the in the book where Leech hits Kilgar in the face with a magic spell. Yeah, and that's what that is. is it's a glow in the dark wand. No kidding. Being hit with a, a black light laser. Yeah, it's it it, it look, I mean it looks it really. There are so many good things. I mean that's the. I mean as Gary said earlier. I mean it is the kind of thing that you just keep looking back and you look back at it and you look back at it. I mean yes. I. I, I didn't just like blitz through the book. Like I kept coming back to it and like reading through it and like, oh, thanks. Oh, okay. Man. Well, that's like, there's yeah. a lot of cool stuff happening on the, on, you know, on every page. 
Thanks. That's a that's a great compliment. I, I thank you very much. Gary paid me money to say this. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey man, I'll, I dug it. I'll Venmo you. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Because you know, I'm guilty of that too. Because sometimes, if if the story and the and the artwork is so good on a comic, it. You do you 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 want to get through? You're like, oh my god! You know, you 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 don't even have time to sit there and absorb how awesome the artwork is, and it does right. force you to go back and look at. So, thank you. That that's an incredible comment. Yeah, because I think I mean I you know I think in all in, in all reality, I think someone may just glance at this and say, well, what's the big deal? It's just a bunch of puppets, and he's like, you know, because I see a hundred people taking pictures on Instagram of. Yeah action figures and making little dioramas which you know they all look cool you know sure, sure. but the the distinction is is that people aren't making that distinction that this is something that's created versus something that is just taking somebody else's thing and, and, and snapping a photograph yeah you know and as i've learned the hard way um you know taking a, a cool picture of a darth vader toy gets a lot more engagement on instagram than here's something that i just made in my in my garage and i just made this up but here i'll I'll show you um one thing about uh this i you i know you guys asked about this but like these mouths are um so like here's uh his smile and then these are take his chin off yeah these are oh my god I'm hor- oh, I'm not going to sleep tonight, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's, oh yeah, oh my god, yeah. But it was, uh, you know what? It's you, you really, you melded the uh, the forms in there. Like in the book, I'm not, I did, I didn't. I'm like, well, oh, did you digitally manipulate parts that were looking no. like they were off? No. What oh, I wow, do you do a good is, job, great it, job. you can see the you can see the seam here. Yeah. But what I do is I'll apply that and then I'll fill it in. Okay. With some, with, now he uh, looks like he looks like uh, the Simpson. He looks Homer. Like Homer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you know even his eyes move. You know, so he. Oh you know, wow! I remember seeing. I I remember looking and saying like, oh, the eyes are different here. Yeah, they're like cross-eyed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, dude. You really have thought these 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 through. Jesus Christ. Scott, you like we gotta get this. We gotta get this thing famous so we can get some money and make. When shit. when we buy our own versions of Kilgar? Yeah, I want Kilgar. I want them. Dude, I'm working on it. I'm Andy. working on Amigo right now. I am. I'm working on on Amigo. Hey, you're 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 a few years young. Are you a few years young for for the Amigo toys? Right, like you weren't. No, uh, Amigo. I, I, uh, Spider Man Amigo is one of the first toys that I remember having. Okay, all right. So that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I got that. Those man, those things were just. They were awesome. They were my life. My they they were only superseded. I mean, I. And I don't know. I mean, I think Mego wins in the hours, but the only thing that supersedes that is the Micronauts for me. Like those Micronauts toys, just—they're th- those were amazing. Yeah. Um, did you watch the toys that made us? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Transformers episode. Mm, yep. uh, how that that whole thing went full circle and uh, Microman and Micronauts and everything. I thought that was a fascinating uh, I, yeah episode. It's it was unbelievable that like there would be no transformers as if it wasn't for those things. And it, uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. It really, it really is. I mean, I'm a little too old for transformers. Like I, 
I got my hands on a couple of the, uh, oh man, the, the whatever became Robotech, um, the the sort of the Gundam. Yeah, it's not Gundam. There was a different one. Um, uh, blanking. Not on Robotech. Uh, is it, it Robotech? Has, like the American version was called Robotech, but there was a Japanese version of the name. And I re- I remember like it was like later in high school like those things I found some at like at a comic book convention in New York City and it was just whoa what is this this thing is this and I can turn it into something else yeah yeah they were fantastic so yeah I get so it I I am uh, I am working on uh, some uh, some Kilgar toys some actual articulated um toys there i wanted go. to figure out there you go. the answer boom macross there it is there you go. thanks sean nice sean good we, looking we out wouldn't do the show if it wasn't for sean for no. multiple reasons it's yeah. true he's like our, he's like our our actual brain so <laughs> yeah. yes he is um yeah okay so you make so it's funny the the Migo thing i remember being I remember at some con- some comic convention in the '90s, and some guy—I think it was at maybe it was San Diego—but some guy swung by with a, I'm gonna guess like you know like that sort of like large Hal Burton suitcase, so the, yeah. lum- the aluminum case, and he walks up and he flunks his case down on like on a table near us where we we're drawing at an artist alley, and just opens it up, and it was full of all these Mego dolls in costumes that he recreated like recast all the parts and you i mean just the the level of geek love that was just flowing towards him was just unbelievable yeah (laughs) i have um i have amigo that i'm working on right now but i don't know if um I, I don't know. It's sort of a way underground movie. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen Windy City Heat? If Phil was here, he would say yes. Okay. It's like, um, it's almost like the Truman Show. Okay. It's like uh, Bobcat Goldthwait directed this movie where they are going there. In it's like two fake movies. Okay. So it's like a that. it's a documentary about them making. A movie called Windy City Heat. All right, and the movie is called Windy City Heat. So it's like super meta. Yeah, and what they do is they they find this guy, and he says more than anything, he wants to be an actor. He wants to be a superstar. So they cast him to be in this movie called Windy City Heat, and they basically they fuck with him through through the this they create this big fake reality for this guy and uh i i'm making this is the the toy for that oh wow Let me, let's big in you again the oh really wow Ooh, look at that character your sculpts it, are great dude thanks man but i you know in the movie they they mess with they mess with perry this is perry yeah and uh they're wow. they're gonna get toys they're getting a toy deal for the movie and they show everyone their toy, and then they show Perry, and he's this big fat toy. So, <laughs> anyway, I'm a huge fan of that movie, and I'm, uh, that's my first Mego. So that was sort of like my dry run, where I'm like, 
I'm going to do this toy and try and figure out like the ins and outs of, of doing Amigo. Right. And then I'm going to do the Kilgar and Leech um, figures uh, after, after that. So I'm not giving you the finger, Scott. I'm trying to see if I can show it, but anyway, it's impossible to see here, but What's that? right here, overexposed see where my finger like i'm running the pencil the pencil tip across yeah is a scar <laughs> i got that scar in second grade because i used to customize my Mego toys like i was never satisfied with how they came out i needed to make my own capes and costumes yeah. and, and my mom would switch the heads out for me so she i'm like i want this head on this one here and i would you know have this whole thing all set up and one day like I saw her do it. So I knew how she did it. She would take the paring knife and she would put, you know, cause they have that, that sort of a, that barb on the neck, on the head, you know, uh, the neck and that would pop into the body and that, that rubber barb would keep it from falling out. So she would just put it there and then she would just slowly push it in. And it went, so me second grader, I'm like, okay, well that's how she di did it. I grabbed the paring knife and did this. <laughs> slice my finger right oh, open no. and go running into the living room while she's playing the piano screaming and uh eight <laughs> stitches later um you know but yeah toy customized that's battle scars for us yeah yeah customizers. yeah my hands have taken a beating for art <laughs> um that's that's so that's great so so there's a there is there's a possibility gary pay attention that you're going to that that there will be some Kilgar uh, toys available. Yeah, I have I have the, the minifigure. Yeah, right. This is, you know, this is like a little uh, yeah. orange one. Actually, I have. A I love the coins. The coins are awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like a take on the power of the forest. Here's a, a painted one. Oh wow! Oh, that's great. Bring it to the right. Uh, your other right. There you go. Yeah, your other right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring it over more. Minus the <laughs> coin, but uh, yeah, I always loved the, those Power of the Force. Yeah, uh, the, those Star Wars. When I was a kid, and they had like a a coin glued to it. I was always like, "Wow, that's a that's important, right?" Yeah, like, it added <laughs> so much value. And they, they, they built their currency oh, behind this whole. I, yeah, thing. I was like, they've got their own currency. I was like, this must be. It must be worth something, sure, right? All points are worth something, right? So, after that, like now, I I love putting coins on all of my toys and, and yeah. Stuff. Oh, that's great. Hey, we have we have, Sean's saying that uh, the the Windy City toy reminds him of uh, an idiot abroad. Uh, the Windy City, like, yeah, and that, you're right. That, that that there is a bit of that sort of Colin. What is his name? Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, I know. Carl Pilkington. Uh, Carl Pilkington. You don't have to. Yeah, save me, Sean. I got that one. Yeah, um, and how they goof on him. Yeah, Perry. Perry is the is the same way. He's yeah. sort of a a moron that they that they just. They mess with him unmerciful. That's uh, how I feel every week, Scott. So <laughs> I give you a little more credit than Perry, though. Okay, great. Thanks. Um, so how long did it take you to to actually like shoot the comic book? Um, you know, it wasn't too bad. Um, you know, I feel like once it's almost like just 
once you get the pins set up, you just you you just knock them down. You know, yeah. the 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 tough part was, you know, making the figures and the sets and, and stuff like that. Um, so actually, shooting it didn't take, but I mean, right? If you got everything ready to go, that's the quickest part usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's how that's what I thought about you know doing stop motion. Where I was like, look, if you make a, the puppets, you won't ever have to animate a cell. You just <laughs> you just play with the puppet, you know? And that's sort of what it was. So it was like, you know, once it was all done, you know, industry standard <clears throat> on a comic book is a page a day. Yep. And I remember one time when I was doing this, I was like, dude, I got three pages done today. Whoa. You know? Um, but but it also took, you know, three months of work to get up to, <laughs> to, get to, up that. to that, you know, because right. at the end of of actually like making everything, I was like, dude, I could have like done an oil painting on each page and it would have taken as much time. So, yeah. um, well, I'm glad you took photos because I like them. Yeah, thanks. I, I took, you know, probably it was like 8,000 photos. And then did you have um, to retake any photos after you put them into the panels? And we're like, oh no, I got to need, I need them to yada yada. I did. Reshoots. Yeah. Reshoots. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, the, the thing that really kind of sucked was I did shoot on location. Um, I, you know, there was one because I was like, I know that they have to go into this cave. So I built this cave. But then I was like, well, I got to go find a cave, <laughs> you know, uh, and I I Googled, you know, caves. Can we be nearby. best friends, Scott? Can we be best friends? I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Anytime, man. Awesome. So I go, um, caves nearby, you know, and dude. The closest, the, the, the closest cave to me is the Batman cave. Oh my God. No, no so way. The cave no. that's in the comic no. book is the cave that Adam West drives the Batmobile out of. Is that in the, the, in the credits in the comic? No. You need to put that in there. That's an Easter egg. That it's an Easter egg. Important. What a scoop. That's yeah. important. They also they also shot um so um some Star Trek episodes there, the original series and Next Generation. I you it's it's funny you say that, man. Like this all felt like so like a like an original series Star Trek, like yeah, it did. Yeah, on the yeah, planet desert looking episode. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, this is this is it. <laughs> and actually, it, the the picture that you're working with there. Yeah. If if you move Kilgard just a little bit, he's actually he's blocking the Hollywood sign. No way. Um, there are some pictures that I had I did have to photoshop out uh, the Hollywood sign right there. <laughs> so it looks like this like desolate area, but it's actually like Hollywood. <laughs> so Scott sent me this photo. I asked him to send me some full figure photos of his characters and he sent me this one. I was like I want to use this one. <laughs> it looked great when you first clicked it up. I'm like, that's really cool. So, um, yeah, yeah I, that's I, me yeah. dangling him by a, a fishing wire 
and, and taking a picture with this hand. <laughs> no, I, I didn't have an assistant on those shoots. And I didn't see was, a shadow under him, and I thought it was hysterical. I was like, oh, my God, he's holding him up. And you yeah, can, it's like, he's like yeah. three or four feet off the ground. And <laughs> <laughs> Now, are you are you sure? Are you shooting this on your phone? Or are you shooting it on a on a SLR? Yeah, I shot it all on my phone. <laughs> there you go. That That's what I'm shooting my stuff on. I love that. This is so it's so punk rock. I love it. <laughs> it works, but it looks way better than punk rock. You know. So thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, everything that I do is very steeped in the punk rock DIY uh, culture. You know. Yeah, a lot of us are it's, it's yeah. totally there but it like but it's not but it's not like it's like there's a right. whole you're, you're you're there's a professional there's, punk level yeah there's a few <laughs> there's a few levels going on that are that are you know that sort of take it away from that road um you know it's like it's sort of like the police you know they came up under the whole punk rock scene in london but right they were way, way, way too good with their instruments. To I was going to say, you know, you work, you work at it for too long, you outgrow it, and you actually start getting kind of good at what you do. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. I mean, and I guess now, I mean, so kicks the Kickstarter is still going, right? No, it's, it's over. over. Right, that's Gary's got, I got my comic. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So, are you are you going to follow up with another one? Um, I'm working on it right now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Gary. I would love to see a photo on the front, not in painting. You I know was, what I want? You know, I'm, you know I'm what I want the, the next one, uh, what, some of my artwork that I did for a long time was black velvet paintings. Okay. Yeah. So the next one, I want it to be a black velvet painting. But on the third issue, this is what I'm working with. You remember the first issue of Nintendo Power? Do you know what that is? Not they me. made clay figures of mario jumping on a mushroom oh my god uh, if you google nintendo power issue one Let's do it. it's like this wacky right clay it does not look official it looks like uh an art student's project or something but it's like um uh-huh there yeah. it is yeah I want to do something like that where it's not exactly like the toys that I'm working with in the comic book, but it's like a big, like hunk of clay. That thing doesn't that look funny. It's crazy. It's, it's awesome. You're gonna make your characters out of clay for yeah. the front, and then the inside is the real character. It's gonna be a totally different thing. I mean, is that too? Have I taken too much acid in my time? Or yes, and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, you know, I just, I, I just had a hang-up about putting the toys on the cover. I wanted it to be a little. What was more, what's the hang-up? I don't know. I don't know what it was. I, I think um, I think the the toys on the cover sells it. You're like, what the fuck is that i gotta see what this is they open it up and it's the same thing oh my god i've got to get this yeah, yeah it's just know. a selling point man i think you think the cover was sort of like this sacred territory of like you know this is where the artwork goes you know this is where the holographic cover goes no. yeah you know, but it is you know because no, that's what i'm thinking I'm, I'm like you you i mean listen you 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 
you zeroed in. I mean, the first thing we talked about is this thing about the holographic covers and the value of these covers. So maybe you have like, so maybe that's what it is. You know, it might be, I, you know, I just, because I painted the cover too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. I, mean, I can see, I can see your paint, your, I mean, you painted Darth Vader's melted helmet. Uh, oh yeah. You saw yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't, I just don't know what it was. It's just, it never even really came across. It never even, I never even thought it was never even a thought to put the toys on the cover. Right. It was always going to be like a hand painted um, thing. So. Yeah. No, I, I, it's, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's so, I mean, I really hope that everybody. I mean, it looks like an 80, really bad 80s uh, horror film. Like, uh, that's what I that's get. That's what I'm going so, for. There you go. You did it. Ding, ding, ding. Now, can people get their hands on the comic book now that Kickstarter is over? So they yeah. can go to the barbarianrage.com yep. and they can order co copies of the book, yep. like 15, 20 copies of the book. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, we're listen, we're having a retailer on next week. So we're going to, we're going to make, we're going to tell them that they need to get some barbarian rage in their store. You can I, go right you know, here. Yeah. Have them contact me. Uh, shipping is outrageous right now because because of covid and yep. christmas that they they temporarily hiked up the price of shipping wow um cash grab yeah it is and it's despicable Find a man. because i priced out the kickstarter at one price right and when i i went to go ship and i'm like oh, wait wait whoa, whoa, whoa. what's going on here right and i'm like yeah. dude they doubled the price of Double. shipping since i started the kickstarter so well scott um, that dovetails perfectly into our ad for uh, stamps.com right now um, yeah well i got a couple words for stamps.com <laughs> <laughs> that's what i did to ship every single one of these yep wow it's actually look it beats going to the post office that's for right. sure oh but, for sure yeah um but yeah hey look if someone wants to contact me uh and they want to carry something in their store i mean Wait till after Christmas when the temporary price gouge goes down. Yeah, like, you're not on uh, social media as your name. You're on there as Barbarian Rage, right? Everything's Barbarian below. Rage, man. Yeah, People all... don't even call me Scott. They call me Barbarian Rage. Right, yeah, yeah well, but Barbarian. I call you Bar for short. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, I, we, we refer to you as Barbara behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're not the only one. <laughs> Such a good sport. I love it. Um, yeah, I know, dude. I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was super fortuitous, you know, you know, that Gary, you know, had reached out to you the day, you know, we had, we had a scheduling snafu and I was like, Oh, you know, it was just so cool looking at what Gary forwarded to me. And I'm like, I got it that day in the mail. Yeah. Cause I was, I was on Kickstarter to buy um, the Jamboree with uh, Jamie Jones and, um, and uh, Nick Cagnetti. And then it said, Hey, check out this. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? I clicked on it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I clicked more. I go, what the fuck? I kept saying, what the fuck? And then I was like, I gotta buy this shit. That that that's that's the the that's what I'm going for. That's the that, you got it. I went, what it, the fuck? And I got <laughs> I had to buy it. <laughs> See, you know, I because I did want to stand out. Like sometimes when when so, like 
sometimes I'll go to the comic book shop and I'm like, man, I, and this, again, this is not to disparage anything, but I'm like, it, it, a lot of it has been homogenized. It all sort of looks the same. Like, even yeah. when you go back and like, look at like the Kirby years, you look at what everyone else is doing. They're all just biting Kirby. Yeah. You know, right. it's like these timestamps. Uh, and I just wanted to do something that looked totally different, right. you know? And uh, well, it also feels truly authentic. I mean, I, it's, you know, I mean, I think you have, you have, you know, many, many issues ahead of you before someone else starts trying to, you know, horn in on your, your territory. Um, so like, I, I think you're, you're, you're safe in creating, you know, in a, in a realm, you know, doing this, that it, you're going to stand out, you stand out just because you're the only person doing anything remotely like this. Thanks. Are you yeah, doing, you know, um, when I was doing it, I'm, I'm going, who else has done this? I, like, I, like, I couldn't find anyone else. There was, you know, Twisted Toy Fair Theater. Yeah. You know? uh, the, the thing about, uh, the thing about this is when I'm trying to describe it to people, I go, do you know what Twisted Toy Fair Theater is? And they go, no. Oh. And I go, well, I don't know. And then someone will go, hey, I read your book. Dude, it's like Twisted Toy Fair Theater. And I go, well, yeah, no shit. Right. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but, but even then, it's like that was already an existing intellectual property. You know, those characters already existed. And I don't really know of anyone that has done like a, a fully original toy comic like this. Well, here, here's the closest thing that I can I can that I remember and it has nothing to do with toys, but Marvel. Can you see the thing on the right here that says down the elevator? Yes. Yes. Ah. The, the Marvel Fumati book? Yes. Yeah. Like, like here's the Hulk, some guy in the Hulk costume and running through the, you know, the offices. The, the Spider-Man costume in there too. And yeah. 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 Like mm -hmm. that book, you know, I that that's like, so when you first had mentioned this, I was like, oh, mm. that, that kind of reminds me of the Marvel Fumati book. Um, yeah. uh, National Lampoon used to do it too. Right. Uh, yeah. they, would, they would take pictures of them and Gilbert Godfrey would be sitting on the couch with naked women. And <laughs> he, he, he always said, he's like, he's like, I always uh, wrote the comics about naked women because I would get to sit with naked women. Right. <laughs> yeah, you did a great impersonation there. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gilbert. He's um, the best. But uh, uh, it, yeah. So, uh, what's, so what's the timeline for the net, for issue two then? Uh, I want to. I want I want it to be done by February. Hmm. Um, I I I wanted it to be all shot on location because I love like that Batman cave. I was like, dude, I'm like on hollowed ground. It's like yeah. Batman and Star Trek, and now Barbarian Rage. But when I was up there, it was like <laughs> it was COVID, and it was summer. And I couldn't breathe in this mask. Oh, yeah. And I get up there and the clay, because like their eyebrows are clay, uh, oil-based clay. Oh, they're going to they're gonna melt. It started, Droop. stuff started melting. Right. And I'm like losing stuff up there in the dirt. And, yeah. And, you know, I'm like all sunburned and, you know, you got to go shit in a porta potty and it's like a mile down <laughs> the hill. And I'm like... So I um, you're gonna start building some sets, bro. 
I, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm, I'm making a set right here. <laughs> Great. Um, because like having to sit and fight traffic to go out there. Like yeah. at first I'm like, I can't believe I'm at the Batman cave. And then by like week two, I'm like, I gotta go out to that fucking King cave. cave. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, Have so, you thought about? Um, cropping all of the panels on each page and putting it on webtoon so it's all vertical yeah you know right now i'm a one-man show um it it's uh you're talking about like comiXology or webtoons uh if you go to webtoons.com and you download the app everything is vertical you read one panel and then the next panel and then you just keep Uh, on scrolling down Mm-hmm. And dude, I think if you put your comic on there, that'd be there's nothing like anything like that on there. Um, you know, I'm it's, I'm it's ready opposed. for you. Yeah, I'm not opposed to to you know. That's why I said I, I will give this comic book away for free. That right. if you go to my website, barbarianrage.com. Sucker Gary, you bought the comic book and he's gonna give it away for free. <laughs> I don't care. I want to support him. He's awesome. But you know, I look to me, comic books is a, is a tactile thing. Yes, you know, it, it's the difference between reading it online and having a, a copy. You know, to me, it's two sure. separate things. Sure, but um, your, your audience is 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 in in agreement there. I think like the the people who are going to gravitate towards this are this are people like you. I mean, they're going to be like, I need this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. He's going to miss half his audience though if he doesn't get online. Get like a webtoons, man. Get the young yeah. kids or something out of like they never go to the comic store or it's the virus and they can't get get out. And yeah. dude, have you seen this shit? Oh my god, this Instagram. Him. Oh my god, he's taking I pictures think, of um, it's just I think I did look into webtoons. Isn't webtoons like only PG or P uh like I, I don't know. You could probably put a rating on it for um, yeah. Because I, yeah, there was one thing where I was like, I should be looking into all of this because I know Comicsology, you can put a, a rating on it and everything. Um, it's just that I, dude, I did all of this on a iPhone and then put it together on an obsolete computer that I was mm-hmm. like, when this is done, I'm buying a new computer, I'm yeah. buying a new phone, <laughs> like, I'm upgrading all this crap. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I still have to play catch up. I'm still shipping for the Kickstarter, you know. No, that's I. That, I think that's what your 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 Instagram post said yesterday or today. You know, yeah. just so, doing what you can to get it out. It's, it's a, a it, it's a slog, you know. Yeah, I, like make it like name one other person that writes his own comic book, does the artwork, prints it, publishes it and creates his own toy line and makes the toys yeah it's you're you're, you're in rarefied air in that respect yeah so we know we know a couple of people like that but they don't do the toys yeah the toys is the is the is the thing where i you know it was a weird thing with the kickstarter where i go look i'm gonna make the comic book so people will be interested in the toy like to see if people will be interested in it to buy the toys right and then people are like you made a comic Perfect. book where's the toys and i'm like well you got to get the comic book so i'll make the toys and they're like no we want the toys then the comic book and i'm like right. I'm like this this goes against and so the comic book sat there and then on the kickstarter i go okay yeah i i made the toy 
like in the middle of the Kickstarter, I sculpted and cast that toy. And I go, here, I made the toy. And then everyone was like, oh, okay, well, we're, now we're on board. You're in, yeah. So. Well, I mean, the toy, the, the toy market is very defined. You know, the toy collectors are toy collectors. Um, yes. You know, there's a, it's, it's, you know, and that's, and, and you have an interesting challenge on a brand end with, high, you know, with a hybrid product. So it's a. Yeah. I, you know, I just always assumed that, you know, you, you just assume everyone's like you. Sure. You know, you, toys, comics, it goes, you know, the, the, the cross section of collectors there is. Yeah, the Venn diagram. Everyone. Yeah, you, the Venn diagram is pretty pretty round in that respect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, top three toys, Scott. What are the top three toys for you? You know, what are they? My favorite toys. Yeah. Not Gary's. We don't care about that. Uh oh my god. I don't know. I you know I always say my my toy collection is just a bunch of garbage. Uh, you know, it's like fodder that I that I I, I can't have anything nice that I. Um, I guess what my favorite, my favorite toy, War Duke from the Dungeons and Dragons line. Okay, is definitely up there. Um, Castle Grayskull. I Ooh, it's a play set, but I no, mean, no, no, that, I mean it all counts. Um, you got two. You would have loved the uh, the the Planet of the Apes mountain. Yeah, that, I, I that love all. Of your, I, I have some stuff. Planet of the Apes models and stuff. Yeah. Um, what else, I mean, what else do I even have laying around? Uh, you can finish it out with Spider Man, your Mego Spider Man. Mego Spider Man. That you know that was. You know, I'll, I'll go ahead with that one. Yeah. Because I remember loving that toy so much. And then I remember I wanted to take it into the bath with me one time. So I had to <laughs> peel off the the Spider-Man clothes. Yeah, shoot. And, yeah. And I remember how weird it was that he had a flesh body and red hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It wasn't the cool web slinging uh, Spider Mego, but uh, yeah, uh, it was just the the regular one, the straight up one. Yeah, uh, maybe like a, a Beast Man. That was one of my one of my first He Man toys. That's the guy with the the two faces. No, Beast Man was the orange guy. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, you know, I mean. I, it's different because, you know, like now I love like more weird, obscure toys, bootleg toys. And, yeah. you know, like now I, I don't really even buy anything unless uh, unless like one of my artist friends made made it with their their own yeah. two hands. Yeah. You know, uh, one of my favorites here. I'll show, I'll show you this one. This is one of my favorites in the last couple of years. Here's a, this is a Mexican bootleg uh, He-Man. It's like, a blow, it's like a blow mold. Wow. They, they didn't even bother painting the back. It's just nice. like spray painted. Like, look at the teeth. <laughs> like the back of his head's not even painted. It was just like, 
Oh, that's cool. And like, and like, he doesn't even stand. Like, <laughs> he's he's it, drunk. Yeah, yeah. It's it's drunk, he man. <laughs> and like the the flashing is all gnarly. Oh yeah. Everything. It's like man, he's like half sprue. It's like Ooh. yeah. It's like it's like hangover, he man. You know, professional <laughs> sculpting talk. <laughs> flashing. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, this is one of my favorites from the last couple of years. Love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, drive door. The dog is driving me crazy. Oh, okay. I thought you were t t tossing him in the chipper. <laughs> no, the noise was. Like, enough for the man. My, my wife is always like, when are you going to put the dog in your comic book? <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, maybe, maybe, uh, leech can uh you know enlarge a dog and they can ride the dog i think i i think he might end up being in there somewhere yeah but sure I, I don't know but maybe maybe they live in a world where there are no dogs and there's and, and the only dogs are these gigantic things that are a terror to them you know there's so many different things that i i want to do with this um that's good it's it's like I want to say it's going to be like seven to 10 issues is going to be like the first like story arc. Yeah. So th this week it will, it will have a beginning, a middle and an end, but then it will end up. I, I, I do want to go beyond right. that. Here, hang on. One but uh, it all depends. It all depends. Well, I, I, I think, I think you, ha I mean, keep pushing. I think you can make you can maintain a lot of attention just with these two characters for a while. Like, I, oh yeah, I don't think you need to keep at, you know gilding the lily with you know more and more characters for a while because yeah, you they're know, interesting. There is there is that that uh, that I'm afraid of, but uh, uh, you know, I feel like if I can get like a core team and just sort of stick to the th those yeah core team um and not have it be like game of thrones where i'm like man who is that guy again oh yeah <laughs> right. and uh it, you know i love game of thrones and everything but um you know i, I also want this to sort of be like a sitcom where it's like you know originally it was i, I wanted it to sort of be like saved by the bell you know <laughs> Where it's like three guys, three girls, and they like live in this castle, right? Uh, you know, but that ended up because you know that's where that six, the six original characters, right, came from. And then I was like, I'm not making six of these, man. Yeah. So no, it's yet. Gary's <laughs> yeah. Gary's like yet. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool, man. I think you I think you've got you've got a really fun fun idea here. And it's uh, and the and the comic book is great. So I thank I'm, you. Yeah, I think uh, I think you know for all the people who've already you know in the Kickstarter, there I'm sure they're in for issue two. And, oh yeah, totally. And hopefully retailers will uh, find you know find you out and start ordering issues because I think this is the kind of thing that you're going to get. You know, man, game shop. I'm going to bring mine over to Banff and show them. Yeah, totally. They, they the issue and see if they will get totally. some. I think Dave would be into that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. I know Enzo would be into it. Enzo, um, yeah, definitely. 
it's 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 cool stuff, Scott. I mean, I'm really Thank you. yeah. I mean, I, I'm really fortuitous uh, that Gary just happened to click on it and look at this. So, um, anything else happening? Anything else you want to just plug there? I live and breathe this project. Yeah, I believe um, it. Yeah, I mean, like this is it. Like this is uh, it. this, the script for the second one is uh just about done um i usually shoot it over to my identical twin brother and uh he, he he'll look at it and he'll go dude this sucks nice this is not funny uh and he'll help me punch up the jokes and stuff and well that's good um yeah i it, it, i'm very fortunate to have someone that that won't be like oh this is great and then it's like yeah. dude that's you the know, when, uh, originally i was very self-conscious about this not doing artwork and putting the toys in there i'm like look this this has to be like fantastic right uh you know I, and not to say like and i pulled it off uh, <laughs> but, but but to say like you know this really has to be like the best thing i've ever done in order for me to put it out and um and I, and I, with zero ego, I, I would be able to say that it, it is. It, it's yeah. just that it took, uh, you know, it, it, to me, I, I said it was like entering the 36th chamber. Uh, it's like everything that I've ever learned through my entire life has sort of um, yes. come to this come to this point. And then it's totally. like, okay, everything that I've ever learned how to do, you need to do right now for this project. You're um, doing it. That's great. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, just in our talk, you know, hearing, hearing where all this kind of came from, I mean, that's exactly what this is. You've definitely pulled all these parts together and yeah. made, made the thing and, you know, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, 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 you know, I think the, the canny element is that you are choosing to use the items that are your sort of your creative passion, passion, which is making the toys rather than saying, I'm going to draw a comic book about the toy the character toys like you you brought them together and i think that's really kind of a really canny move yeah thanks uh you know um yeah i i feel like i could have i could have done the artwork it's just that i don't know I, I i just felt like this would be the way to do it because in my head i would be like this is how i would have drawn this mm -hmm. but as i was taking pictures you know, you take a picture over here, this way, this way, this way, this way. And then I'm like, dude, that works out way better. And I'm like, I originally I envisioned it this way, but if you, if you, you know, turn the camera all the way around and light it differently, that's the shot, you know? So yeah, you're learning. it does allow you to have a lot more freedom. Um, yes. And especially like some of the jokes in there too, where I'm like, I'm like, dude, if if I didn't have the freedom to just go go click, click, click and, and put the joke in there, I, I would feel like every joke has to be so precious. Right. You know, because it's like I'm going to spend the next 20 hours drawing this and coloring it and, mm -hmm. and everything. True. Um, whereas, you know, there, there's a part in there where it says, uh, you know, I got my dick stuck in the toaster. I was like. I was like, you know, does that work? And I'm like, yeah, it does. But it works. It certainly works. <laughs> you wanted to warm it up. I get it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it, that was one of those where I was like, that would have never crossed my mind to do that 
in the script if I had to draw it. Right. I wouldn't have had the confidence to draw, uh, you know, him with his dick in the toaster. Right. Uh, so, um, <laughs> yeah, it does afford uh, some um, uh, some license to 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 mess around uh, uh, with that because I feel like if I was confined to to drawing it. Uh, you know, it takes me so, so long. I'm, I'm the world's slowest artist uh, anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's, I, it's great. I, I, I'm, I'm super happy that all, you know, this all happened, you know, we got to actually Gary found it and, uh, and then we got to get you on because I found it. <laughs> yes. yeah. no, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And I really, really enjoyed it. And uh right. And I, you know, and I hope more people. Uh, You're you know, part of the draw drinking crowd now. Yeah, yeah, there you are. Yeah. Thanks. Booyah. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh man, I, man, it's been our pleasure. Um, totally. And, uh, keep us, keep us surprised. I mean, we're sure. we're watching you on Instagram and Twitter. Right, cool. uh, so oh, yeah, um, but keep us surprised to about issue two, and uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll bring you back on so you can talk about that and get some more people kind of on board um thanks yeah man um i guess i gotta do the outro i don't know all right i don't even know how to do this hold on a second well thanks so, for uh, having me on guys i really yeah. appreciate it yeah. a lot of fun it's it's been a blast to have you and i'm just i'm in i'm totally enamored with the 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 the, the characters and the, yes. in the in the comic so thanks yeah yeah it's uh you I know concur. Yeah, like you know, if you see this six years from now and you're cruising this this artifact called YouTube and you find this, <laughs> find this comic book and uh, and check out uh, Barbarian Rage. Thank you. There you go, Gary. Gary likes to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for everybody for watching and uh, you know, like, like, subscribe, all those kinds of whatever we're supposed to say on the internet. Um, and thanks again to Scott Cherry for being here. Um, thanks, Scott. Yeah. Thank and, uh, next week uh, we will have uh, Rogue City Comic Books uh, as our guest. So, till next week. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Let's see you around. <laughs>